All right, guys, so I figured the best place to start is to kind of establish a baseline. Um, you know, if you are listening and you are an adult, as we have uh, so eloquently named ourselves, um, you probably have a very good idea about this. But for <clears throat> some of our younger listeners who may not really have a true grasp on, um, you know, kind of just the cost to survive, I wanted to kind of quickly go over what that looks like. Um, so I've looked up a couple of stats that I wanted to share with you guys. And this is not to terrify you young listeners, but life is expensive. Like I'm looking at this and this is, I'm kind of shocked because I consider myself to be pretty frugal. Um, but some of these numbers that I'm looking at, I'm like, wow. Right. Um, and you got to think that there's just so many expectations on us in general on, uh, as to what, what, what's expected from us to, to be considered successful. So, you know, we're supposed to support our daily lives. We're supposed to save for the future. We're supposed to have a, you know, this emergency fund sitting there for rainy days. We're supposed to also be able to enjoy our lives by going on vacations and, you know, hanging out and, and just, you know, doing just basic things that, that we enjoy. Um, but to look at the numbers, it's very overwhelming. Um, so to kick it off, I'll just, one of the first stats that jumped out to me was that the United States is more expensive than 92% of the countries in the world. That's wild. I mean, I'm not shocked by that, but it's still crazy. So I guess point number one is, um, while we're talking about this, let's also consider that, you know, there are 92, you know, we are, we are, we are the exception. And there are many, many other countries that we can uh, plan to live in that apparently have a much lower cost of living than the United States. So let's take that into consideration in everything that we're, you know, discussing. But um, to quickly just run down the stats, and I'm going to use Georgia as an example, because I am from Atlanta, and that's where I live. And so these are the numbers that are probably most relatable to me. But you know, feel free to look this up because you know, you can look this up on the internet and, and find what is realistic for your for the cost of living cost of living, sorry, in whatever area um, that, that you currently reside. But basically, just to run down the stats quickly for a single person, um, in, in Georgia, the expectation or the estimated monthly cost for them is $3,018, uh, for a family of four, $5,446. So let that sink in for a moment <laughs> for housing. Um, and this is just considered a middle of the road, nothing fancy. So we're not in, you know, for those of you who are in Atlanta, we're not in Buckhead. Um, this is, this is a pretty standard neighborhood. Um, the expectation would be that rent or a mortgage would be some, somewhere around $1,800. Um, and then if we're, if we're talking single people or a slightly smaller property, so about 400 square feet, we're talking around $1,400. And that is just for the housing aspect of things. When you look at utilities um, for a, a family, utilities are around $239. And obviously that's going to widely vary depending upon the amount of people in your family, how large your house is, um, you know, things like that. But because to, to me, 239 actually sounds really low for, for utilities. But again, this is average. So um, and then for a single person, utilities around 149. Um, and then I just added in the Internet because we all use the Internet. We cannot function without the Internet, which is somewhere around 54, 55 dollars a month. OK. Um, and then in Atlanta, we are not one of those cities that we can get by on public transportation. Typically, if you live anywhere in the suburbs of, 
of Atlanta. Um, so for transportation, we're looking at somewhere around $350 a month. And that would be, I mean, and that is a very, very basic vehicle. Um, but that would include like a car note and maybe insurance. Okay. Um, I personally know people who pay way more than that for, for a car note and, and insurance, and it's not even like a super fancy car. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, so I will let you guys add that up and, and you can kind of determine, and obviously for transportation, you could add in, you know, if, if, if you're, if the area that you live in is heavily reliant on public transportation, maybe you add in like what your Metro card costs for the month or things like that. Or if you plan on, you know, you're saying, oh, I'm not going to use, um, you know, a, a, I, I won't purchase the vehicle. I'll just use Ubers or taxis. That's something else to consider. Um, and, and you could kind of add that up. I think that I read that, that Ubers and taxis are an average of $21 per ride. So, I mean, that's not cheap. And, and honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't speak. I can speak for Atlanta. And because Atlanta is so spread out, I couldn't dream of paying for an Uber or a taxi to do the things that I do on a daily basis. It would be far more expensive than just getting a car note. Um but yeah, add that up and, and, you know, obviously look this up for yourself and try and figure out for your area, what is the average cost of living for a single person or a family, depending upon what perspective you're looking at it from. And I think that that's going to give you a good idea as to what for you, you need to be working towards um, as far as an income, right? And this does not, the numbers that I've put out here, this does not include entertainment. So we're not even talking about like the times you go to the movies, you go out to dinner, you get cocktails. I mean, even going to the gym, a gym membership could be $50 a month. So, you know, that, that doesn't account for any of that. It doesn't account for healthcare, personal care, clothes, you know, any, you, you name it. I'm sure if you just look through your personal budget, you know, all the things that you pay for. So when you're looking at this number, um, I think that it's just a great baseline to start at just so that you can better understand, like based on my standard of living and what I expect for myself, um, I need to be looking at careers that net me X number of dollars, uh, annually or monthly, right? So I just wanted to kind of start there. Obviously, the name of the game is to generate as much income as possible while minimizing the, your expenses as much as possible. Um, and once you're able to 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 uh, master that, I think that you're in a good place. But I thought that that might be a really good snippet to drop in and, and kind of be our baseline and our starting point for what you should be looking for when we're talking about this, when we're talking to different um, you know, contributors to this, to this podcast, if they come on and they say, well, you know, I, I typically am making around $50,000 a year, that may be a job that you need to immediately, you know, eliminate because it doesn't support what you, what your lifestyle is. Um, conversely, your cost of living may only be $30,000 a year. And you're like, shoot, 50,000 sounds good to me. It really depends on where you are um, in your life and where you are in the country. So wanted to put that out there. Um, I hope that's good information. Like I said, I, I personally would suggest that you start there um, to make sure that we are all starting from the same vantage point and so that you can make a realistic decision around um, you know, a career that may fit your lifestyle. So hope that helps. See you on the next episode.